the Northeast is ridiculous with this. It's called a Nor'eastern or whatever. I didn't even think the weather was that bad, but my connection to Washington, D.C. got canceled after being delayed like five times. Then I bought another ticket to fly into LaGuardia, which was four hours after I had arrived to D.C. And guess what happened after four hours? Got canceled again. This is the this is what happens as a result of when you're licensed throughout the entire country, sometimes as the owner of the company or just as a public adjuster, you got to travel to some of these places and you got to go yourself to see what's going on. And that's what I was doing on my way to Connecticut, making sure the claims are being handled the way they were supposed to be handled and I end up getting screwed. But that's what this video is about. This video is about how you can get yourself licensed across the entire country in different states and how you can incorporate some of the things that we do to try to make sure that you're handling the claims properly even when you're not actually there on site. And that's what we're gonna learn today in three, in two, in one. What's up, advocates? Welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Claims Show, my favorite show on YouTube, which make sure that you subscribe. The more people that, you, that subscribe, the more people that like, the more people that share is the more that this channel is able to grow. And the more this channel grows, guys, this whole purpose of the channel is to help the industry that helped me. So yeah, like, come on, like and subscribe, share with your friends and share with everybody so we can really continue to grow this channel the way I know it can grow. So you're a public adjuster and you're just getting licensed and you're wondering what you're gonna do. Or you're a public adjuster, you've been licensed for a long time and you've only been licensed in your home state, but you wanna get licensed in other states. Well, what do you do? How do you handle claims in other states? Or what if a storm hits another state and you wanna go work that storm? You gotta get licensed in that place, all right? So I uh, normally go to like top five, top 10, but honestly, we're just gonna make sure that we post you know, some of the most more important points that I'm talking about up here and we'll discuss it. So let's start with getting licensed in other states. First, you have to have a home state, okay? I've got a video that you could click here, wherever it is, or look below and go through the rabbit hole of YouTube. Normally you have to take a test and uh, you have to pass that test and then that's how you get a license. Uh, however, if you have a home state, more often than not, uh, that home state is going to be reciprocal, have reciprocity with some other states. A lot of times the Northeast, they're bunched up with reciprocity. Florida is reciprocal to a lot of states. California is reciprocal to a lot of the states on the West Coast. Texas is reciprocal to a lot of states there. Those are like your bigger states. I honestly don't know if you live in a smaller state like Delaware or Connecticut, how the reciprocity works. So if you live in a smaller state, if you don't live in like New York, Texas, Florida, California, and you live in a smaller state, then I don't know how the reciprocity works there, but I am going to assume, which you know what they say about assumptions, and assuming, but I'm going to assume there is going to still be a handful of states that you don't have to take another test and all you have to do is apply. That's what we do, right? So I'm licensed in Florida. I took a test in Florida, Texas, and California. With those three, I'm able to get licensed in, we're licensed in over, just over 20 states right now at the moment. However, I can't get licensed in New York that way. I have to take another test for New York. Florida is always my home state. You're always gonna have a home state. You're gonna be always basically applying to these other states as a non-resident. A public adjuster. Remember that your resident is your one state. That's it. Even if you are, even if you want to get licensed in Florida and you have to take a Florida test, your licensed resident is going to be in your home state and it will be a non-resident license. So keep that in mind. Um, so most of the time you just apply or you have to take another test to get licensed in that state. But I would first try to see how many states you can just fill out an application and get licensed in. That's your first bet. Again, if you're in a smaller state, get studying because you're probably going to have to take a test for uh, California. 
If, however, you take the test and pass for Florida, because you have the Florida license, you can now get reciprocity with all the other states that, for example, we are, are licensed in. So keep that in mind. So if you live in a state that's outside of Florida, maybe if you would like first, your first step should be try to just apply and get licensed in all the reciprocity states that you can. I hate that word. But then I would try to actually just go and study and take another test and get licensed in Florida. Because by getting licensed in Florida, you can get licensed in a lot of other ones. Same goes for Texas. If you don't want to do Florida, you get licensed in Texas, you can get licensed in a lot of other states as well. And now I know a lot of my guys have just gotten Texas licensed without having to take a test. I had to actually take a test. So look at the states that you have reciprocity first. And then once you max that out, if you want to keep getting licenses, get licensed in one of those bigger states, California, Texas, Florida, New York, and that'll get you licensed also. It'll give you an additional round of reciprocity for other states. Now, remember, when you get licensed, what do you have to get along with that license? A bond. Backtrack. One more thing is your CE. Do not think that you have to take continuing education for all of these states. It's only for your home state. Next thing is bonds. This is tough, right? We actually have a company. We hired a company to handle all of these license renewals and all of these bonds. Okay. Uh, if I were you, if you start to get licensed in more than three, four, five, six, ten, the number of the day is. If you, if you get into double digits of state licenses, I would hire a company or hire a person whose only responsibility is to make sure that your licenses get renewed because that was a big mistake that we made is I didn't know that you had to actually physically renew all these licenses. And a lot of them oh, years ago actually got, I, I wasn't licensed. I thought I was licensed and I wasn't licensed. So... Make sure that you renew them and make sure you have a bond and you renew that bond every single year. The reason why eventually you have to hire a company or have somebody do it is because, well, it gets out of control. It gets out of hand. You have to keep track of these things because as soon as you don't renew your license and as soon as you don't renew your bond, you officially lose your license and you can't work that state. So uh, make sure that you get bonds for all of them. Contracts, also very important. Every single state has a different contract. Also, every single state has different rules and regs that you have to follow. My advice, shout out to my, to my homegirl here. She's going to feel like, I can't believe you said that. But anyway, she's, a, she's our attorney. She's our in-house attorney when it comes to our licenses, when it comes to our contracts, when it comes to making sure that we are following the rules that we are supposed to follow. And that's Holly Soffer, guys. You're going to want to call Holly Soffer. She doesn't know I'm giving a shout out to her, but I am. She is on retainer with Elite Resolutions and along with other public adjusting firms and public adjusters that I know very well. Uh, I'll have her on the show one of these days so that she could talk about it. But reach out to Holly. We'll leave her contact information below. Again, she doesn't know that I'm giving her a shout out, but she is our attorney on retainer when it comes to making sure that we are following the rules and regulations because every, like some of them, you have to wear a badge in some states. Some states you can't go out to the house after 48 hours. Some states you have to have a, your logo and your license number. Some states, it's just a bunch of different rules and regulations that just may be a little bit different. You want to make sure that you're following them. And of course, every single contract in every single state is different. So make sure that you have updated and they're always changing every year. And that's what Holly can do for you. So that's the easy part. Now, what if you actually start getting claims in these places? What if you actually start signing claims? What the hell do you do if you live in Dallas and you're signing a claim in Delaware or you live in Florida in Miami and you're signing a claim in Oklahoma? Like, how do you do this? 
I will take you a little deep dive of, of how we do it. So first of all, obviously we have relationships with contractors and contractors send us a lot of these claims, not them particular, but they'll send us a lead and we'll call the lead. As soon as that lead comes in, we're making sure that a licensed public adjuster is making a phone call to the client to get all of the facts of loss. Make sure that it is a licensed public adjuster. You could have a representative call, uh, but remember now, remember I'm not an attorney, but we don't want to violate OOPA laws, right? You could have a representative call, but if they're not a licensed public adjuster, make sure that they're just getting super basic information. You want to make sure what we have is we have a little bucket that we call PA consultation, where you have a licensed public adjuster actually asking the tough questions, finding out where the damage is, making sure that there's coverage, especially if this is a new claim. It's already an open claim. Still, we have to find out all the facts of loss. We have to find out what's going on, making sure that it's a proper claim. Once we get all of that information, we say, hey, you know what? You've got a good claim. We will be happy to take you on. And then we basically just email the contract like DocuSign, have the client sign, and we're good to go. That's step one. Step two now is getting it actually scoped. So you could, we, we train a lot of contractors. So if you're a contractor listening, uh, make sure you take one of our live trainings. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm really, really proud of it. And we're going to have something special for you guys pretty soon as well. If you've worked with contractors before, you know, they don't exactly inspect the loss the way we do. It's just a little bit different. I, I, I don't want to say that it's not as good. It's just different. It's just a different set of eyes. The contractor's looking at it like, what can I do to repair this thing? What can I do to replace this roof? What can I do to do what I have to do? We're looking at it from an insurance claim standpoint, from a public adjuster standpoint, and from a homeowner's, uh, from defending the homeowner. So we're making sure that we throw everything in that we could possibly throw in there. That's obviously covered under the policy and, and, and has to be included in the repair process. Like, as you know, if flashing is going, is, is, is in any way going under connected. A lot of times you have to replace flashing because of shingles, because of a chimney, because of, there's always step-by-step step. when it comes to the interior, which I'm really specialized in. If the floor goes under the baseboard, then the baseboard needs to be removed. If the baseboard needs to be removed, then the, then the, then the uh, drywall needs to be repaired. If the drywall needs to be repaired, texture needs to be done. If texture needs to be done, paint needs to be done. Like it's all like this thing, right? So making sure that you're properly documenting, properly scoping, properly sketching, and then properly photographing we don't take anything less than 100 photos on a typical homeowner's claim, on a typical uh, single-family uh, residence. So when we get a contractor who sends us a job, and a lot of times they'll send us the original job, and that's great. We could also go by those photos, but I still want to send somebody out there to take a look at it. They just, it's it usually not as thorough. It's not as thorough as when we do it. So one thing that's very important is that we've got licensed public adjusters and independent adjusters as well that we just contract them. Like not, we just contract them as, hey, like when we have a job out there, I need you to do this. So what I want you guys to understand is if you want to become part of our network, CCA network, Elite Resolutions Network, and you don't live and you live in another state, we may need you because we are licensed in many states, okay? We'll go ahead and we'll list them down here below. And uh, if you are interested in just working with us, right? If Hey, I got to call Joe. Hey, Joe, you're out, out there in Delaware and I need a scope, right? I need you to take proper photos. I need you to take a sketch and I need you to... So just scope it out. So just scope, tell me all the damages that need to be included in our estimate. We have an in-house estimator, an in-house estimating team that will put together the estimate. But the most difficult part is getting the eyes and ears out there on the property. So we have public adjusters and independent adjusters throughout the country that will handle a lot of this for us. But there can never be enough. So if you want to become part of our team in any way, please leave a comment below. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Shoot me a message on Facebook. 
and I'll be happy to, to add you on to the list of just, you know, if you have any kind of adjusting experience, we're always looking for people that can go out there and properly inspect a loss for us. So that's what we do. We always send licensed public adjusters or independent adjusters out there to really scope the loss for us. Now, when it comes to representing the actual client with the initial inspection with the insurance adjuster, uh, we like to try to have a public adjuster on site or if the homeowner, if we can't be there or a public adjuster can't be there, we will have the homeowner take care of it themselves and we will be on the phone through video making sure that all questions are answered correctly. So keep that in mind as well. And that's how we're able to really get eyes and ears on it. So after that, Really, once you've got eyes and ears on it, you've scoped it, you've inspected it, you've photographed it, you've got everything you need for your file. After that, a lot of it's virtual, guys. A lot of it's following up with emails, negotiating, reviewing estimates, reviewing policy, negotiating, fighting all over the phone and by email. So you don't really have to do much. If there's a reinspection, then again, either you send a licensed public adjuster out there, which again, become part of our network so that I could send you out there on a loss. And yes, we do pay well, okay? I think we do. If you if we don't if you don't think we do, then just let me know. We could always work something out. I could I could send a public adjuster guys out there. That's not even they could be representing elite resolutions. They could have their own company, guys. You could have your own company, do your own thing. You make some extra cash. Say, hey Vince, uh, I need some extra cash. You got any claims in uh, Wisconsin? And I'll say yes. Let's go. Become part of our list. But once you get eyes and ears on it, once you're able to handle that part of it, everything else is virtual and then that's where you settle it. And then that's it. That's how you do it, guys. Everything in business and everything, it's all about really just trying to find the right people, putting the right people in place. Like I, I stress that to my team all the time. It's so important to make sure that you have the right people and having the right people. So we have desk adjusters that will basically handle the entire claim from A to Z behind the desk. And then again, I have our independent people that go out there and, and properly do the scopes the way we need them to. And then that's it. The rest is virtual, settle claims. And now you're making money in another state. Now you're settling claims in another state. Now, if you get a severe storm in another state, then obviously there's a, there should be a disaster process that you follow, that you actually go out. You do door knocking, you, you cook food, you, you, you send out mailers, you put up yard signs, you do whatever you have to do. But at least if you're already licensed in that state, you're going to have a heads up on that and then waiting for that actual storm to hit and everybody's applying at the same time. I've tried that too. That doesn't work. So get licensed in as many states. Or I would recommend just getting licensed in the states that happen to suffer the most storms, right? Everything along the coast is going to suffer storms. And in the middle, you got hail and you've got uh, tornadoes and stuff. So a lot of stuff is always constantly happening, guys, uh, in, this, in this industry. There's a lot of different ways that you could sort of make money and you could sign claims and work claims and, and really represent the homeowner throughout this battle, because, this battle because it is a battle that these homeowners have with the insurance companies. And as you know, I've been doing this for 15 years and I still have to answer the freaking question, what is it that you do? You're a what adjuster? A public adjuster? You represent the homeowner? I didn't even know that existed. 15 years later, I'm still answering that question. That is one of my big, hairy, audacious goals is to never have to answer that question again. That everybody already knows. Oh, wow, you're a public adjuster? Man, you guys are great. Thanks so much. I had a public adjuster help me at another claim. That's my biggest goal. Well, besides the Super Bowl commercial and the name on the, on the football stadium. So... I mean, that's it. That's kind of in a nutshell. That's like a vague way. I can get into it more. I will get into it more when we have our launch and we'll have like a lot more detailed stuff on exactly how our process is and how we're able to sign claims around the country. Uh, but that's how we do it. I know some other public adjusting firms, they have people who are contracted, not contracted, I'm sorry. Uh, they are employees, W-2 employees that they travel all over the country. Whenever those big claims come, they literally will travel all over the country to do the scopes, to do the inspections. Living like in a 
in a camper and they drive all over the country. I, I know a couple uh, public adjusting firms that do that. But that's how we do it. Um, if you have any more questions, please reach out. Like I said, if you want to become part of our network, uh, whether you're a public adjuster or an independent adjuster, we want you to be there for us when we need eyes and ears on claims. Like that's super important for us. We have a lot of, we have a pretty, pretty long list, but I want to cons consistently grow that list. And if you become part of our CCA group, which we are, again, we're going to be launching here in a couple of months, I will share that list with you so that when you decide to scale to other states, I will share the list with you of our independent contractors public adjusters and uh, uh, independent adjusters that are out there that can do it for you as well. And it's extra money for them, right? So it works out. It's a win-win. You get somebody licensed out there, they make some extra money and you get the inspection report that you need. So I don't know. That's just how we do it. Maybe you do it a different way. If you do it a different way, please leave a comment below and let me know or send me a message. So that's what we got guys. Content Wednesday. Thank you so much for watching. Hope you learned something. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like, make sure you share. Go on commercialclaimsadvocate.com, go on eliteresolutions.com and get ready. We're having a big launch so you can become an actual CCA member starting in March. I'm very excited about it. We've got so much content, behind the scenes content that we're going to be providing you. I think you're going to like, why am I out of breath? Because I've been traveling too much and I haven't slept enough, but that's okay. We're still coming at this, getting this video to you as soon as we can. See you later. Thank you very much. Have a great week. Peace out.